What's up and welcome back to the kind of funny screencast Loki breakdown this time to the penultimate episode of season two episode five out of six. It's always stressful around this point of a Disney plus MCU show because you're like all right. There's only so much time to wrap up some stories. Are they going to pull it off? More often than not, they don't. Uh, but something something tells me that this one might be the exception to the rule there. Of course, I am Tim Geddes. I am joined today by the lock himself, Roger Picorni. You know, next episode, Tim, mm -hmm. it's going to be giant space laser. That's what I'm thinking. That's oh. what I'm thinking. Giant blue, maybe red space laser. Maybe some flying. Maybe some magic. Now, here's the thing. All jokes aside. Yeah. I think we might get a giant green space laser. Oh, interesting. Side of it. You know what I'm talking about? Why? The timeline. Oh, and it's going to turn green. It's going to turn green. Oh, my God. For Loki? For Loki, baby. Oh, my God. Okay. He's I writing the story that. now. Yeah, he is. He's rewriting everything. It's pretty wild. Yeah. Pretty nuts, man. We have a lot to talk about. It's going to be a lot of fun. Of course, each and every week here on the Kind of Funny Screencast, we break down the latest in TV, movies, and trailers. This episode, we're actually doing a little bit of both of those things because Marvel decided to drop the Echo trailer today uh, because we're doing our big kind of funny cross IGN extra life extravaganza right now uh, we aren't able to do a, a proper actual reaction to the echo trailer but Roger and I have both watched it so we're gonna give our thoughts on that as well here which should be a lot of fun um, you can watch the show on youtube.com slash kind of funny or roosterteeth.com you can also get it as a podcast by searching your favorite podcast service for kind of funny screencast and we'll be right there for you if you go to patreon.com slash kind of funny you can get the show ad free you can get a whole bunch of bonus content and you can be a patreon producer just like james hastings jedi master deadpool casey andrew and nathan lamoth have done we appreciate all of you so very very much um a lot of people have been asking if we are like what's going on with entertainment at kind of funny and the answer is a lot there's a lot happening and it's hard to cover everything and in fact it's impossible to cover everything uh we just wrapped up our song in review um, next week we will be returning to the MCU in review uh, where we'll be doing Captain Marvel 2 the Marvels uh, and following that will be Loki with the whole crew of me Andy Greg and Nick where we're going to officially rank season 2 in the, the pantheon of MCU projects um uh, Invincible's out. Gen V just finished. Unfortunately, we don't have actual scheduled time to talk about any of those things, but I just want everyone to know I am trying to figure out a time for a screencast in the next couple of weeks. At the very least, talk about Invincible a little bit because uh, there's a lot of cool, fun stuff happening over there. But enough about all of that. I want to get into it. Loki, it's happening. Continues to be great, I think at least. But Roger, I'm interested in what you think. We haven't had you on this show yet. We've been having different guests uh, every week, which, by the way, next week for the finale, I thought it'd be a little bit fun to, to get a couple of people back that are in studio here. So we're going to get Roger, um, Joey, and um, Blessing. Uh, yep. who will all join me uh, to talk about the finale next week, which should be a lot of yeah. fun. Our time auras will come together. Ex oh, yeah, the coordinates. Yeah, exactly. exactly. That That's going to be really interesting, and that'll make as much sense as it does in the show. <laughs> um, but fuck it. Anyways, enough about that stuff. Raj, what have you thought about Loki so far? Yeah, no, this is an interesting one because, I, I mean, I think as a lot of people, I've been kind of burnt by the MCU in total over the last few years, right? And I think that I've been, I was very positive on season one. So going into season two, I was, Pretty positive, but it was still the big question mark of, you know, the showrunner left the show and they're changing things. It's like, okay, how is this show going to rise to the occasion? Is in this new, we're setting up the Kang Dynasty, what is this actually going to be? Uh, and I've been very impressed by the season. Uh, it's, it's, I think it's a good sign that I'm at the end of it now. We're at the, you know, penultimate episode right now. And it's like, wow, I feel like the show can keep on going for 
five, six episodes this season because it just feels like we're just getting started. Um, and I think that's a positive, but it's also a negative, which I think we can get into. But yeah, this season has been very, very good for me. I, I, I've, I've liked all the things that they have gone with, especially with focusing on kind of a, in a lot of ways, a smaller story, but also it's a bigger story. But it's, it's, it, I feel like we've gone to less places. We have kind of delved into less timelines in a certain sense. We've kind of just focused on Loki and the TVA, and it feels very centered and, and focused this season, which honestly, going from season one to season two, it's like, oh, wow, we can do anything. We can go anywhere. We can go to the Fox dimension. We can go, oh, my God, where, where, where are we going to go with the season? So to see it kind of a little bit more restrained, I thought was a very positive thing. And yeah, I think has le- led me to this place where I was I thought this is gonna be eight, eight episodes so I misheard that but I was <laughs> I was watching this episode and I was I was blown away by it and especially that that finale that we they gave us everything we needed from this episode from seeing the different timelines and seeing kind of the the, the origin stories of these characters um, at least in their branch timelines I don't know how that works we're gonna have to discuss that and figure that out but um, and I but then it still kind of came back to the core of the show and it didn't it didn't feel like it it went in too many different directions. So I, I was, I've been very positive this season, and I was very positive on this episode specifically. Yeah, I mean, me, me too. Um, overall, like I, I, I keep saying that Loki is one of my favorite MCU projects, and season one specifically, I put like in my top ten, debatably top five of all of it, including the movies and everything. And uh, the further we get into season two, the more I'm like, man, just Loki overall, it, it really has earned that spot. The thing I'm most impressed with with the show is that uh, every time I think that they're riding themselves into a corner or doing something that I'm not going to like, they end up just going a completely different direction, and uh, it, it's satisfying to me. Like, I feel like so much of the time stuff just simply doesn't make sense. The loom as a concept is really weird. Like, there's a lot of stuff that I'm like, what the fuck? Like, it feels like you don't know what you're doing, so you're just kind of throwing stuff out there. Yeah, some jargon. But it also feels like they know that. And I, I feel like what, what I'm enjoying is that they're not letting that stuff get in the way of the characters and the actual storylines going on where God damn, Loki is an amazing character that they they somehow were able to build up, break down, build up, break down so many different times. And we're now dealing with a variant of Loki than different than the one originally in the timeline that died. But I, I remember uh, when we first heard about the show happening and it was like, all right, it's going to be Loki and the TVA. It's like, cool, that's a great concept. But like you just killed Loki and you're telling me that it's after the Avengers won, so all the great character development from Dark World through to Infinity War of Loki, we're just gonna like write off and he's gonna watch it in this weird time mind theater thing and like that's how he gets caught up. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, we'll see if that works. Well, here we are a couple of years later and I think that they earned the absolute hell out of this Loki becoming a very similar character to the one that we saw die in Infinity War. And yeah. it reminds me of when the variant stuff and multiverse stuff is done right. And like we've talked so much about it being done wrong recently, but I, I feel like with No Way Home, the the scene of the three Peters on the the rooftop where they realized they all lost somebody. And like they they had that conversation about Ben and power and responsibility and all of that. Like I, I love that that feels like we're seeing it here with this Loki, with this Loki grappling with glorious purpose and yeah. uh, getting to the point where he it, he learned. Like, he, he the, the, this is the Loki that weeks ago in the timeline for him, he was enslaving Earth and humans. Yeah. And now he's willing to give up everything for his human friends. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah, and... It, that is what makes this show rise above everything. I think it was the last episode that kind of like, I, I, it just, we, you take for granted the fact that Loki's a god, 
right? Because, like, the word God means kind of nothing in the MCU a little bit. Like, it's just, like, it's superpowers, and they're in space, and they kind of have a weird society, and, like, that's what that is. But, like, that, I think it was maybe last episode, the week episode before that, when, like, Sylvie and him were talking about, like, oh, no, like, they're actual gods now. Like, mm-hmm. they, they're rewriting this timeline. They have that power. Um, it That was something that I just did not expect from the show a little bit of, like, I just thought that gods was just going to be an easy way for them to be like, this guy has superpowers. And now it's like, no, now we're dealing with the consequences of, you know, billions and trillions of lives. Um, and 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 going down that direction has been really interesting. And, and you know, to that point, I, I think uh, a really great piece of evidence to, to back up what I was saying earlier of like they throw things at us and I'm like, I don't know how much I buy it. And then they, I expect them to go away with it and they go a different way that I'm like, oh, shit, that like good thing I'm not writing the show because – the, the time when we see all the timelines start to, like, disappear yeah. and whatever, it's like we're supposed to feel something. But at the end of the day, it just feels like dots and numbers and nothing that really – it doesn't feel like people. It doesn't feel like humanity and, and, and populations being wiped out. Throughout the episode, seeing B-15 at one point, like, looking and just being like, those are all people. And, like, seeing how she has been mind-wiped for so long and, like, she – moments ago was pruning these timelines, but now she realizes the reality of that and what that means. That was like pretty good, but to get where we at, we're at now and like actually seeing these different branch timelines and seeing the real life that Mobius has and the real life that all these people have, I think that, that th- this episode alone really cemented oh, those lines are people. And it doesn't need to be a Fox universe. It doesn't need to be Sony universe. It could just be like, no, that, like there are these timelines with with lives and with people with stories that might be pulled into these other things. But I, I don't know. It just kind of gave like a sense of, of, uh, of space hmm. to the timelines where it, it makes more sense than it ever has. And I am shocked to say that because it's also more confusing than it's ever been. But like... They're having fun with the like the the OB like the the snake eating its own tail type stuff and um, Loki uh, literally like the, this episode having him see himself reading the book yeah and then time slipped out it's like oh yeah. my god this is awesome and realizing he's ta- he ta- just talked to himself essentially yeah I think I, I yes I, I I think they did a great job this episode specifically of finally putting faces to the the lines and the timelines if you, if you were um, mm-hmm. you know we've seen these timelines disappear it's like yeah does this mean anything like where this is this doesn't mean anything because they're just gonna fix it all it doesn't really matter um, I do think I would like a few more episodes or a little bit more time in a few of these timelines or one of these times or this timeline like I, I I think we just we got enough but I I think a little bit more would have went a long way uh, because we are you know, this episode does a lot, right? Like, we are establishing a lot of characters' backstories. We are establishing, you know, the time slipping, the OB, and, like, the TVA. Like, we're doing a lot this episode that if we just slowed down just a little bit for me, if we had maybe a, you know, seven-episode run instead of a six, and we just stayed in this universe and felt, like, kind of the fear of all these characters, I think that that would have fully, like, checked off the complaint of, like, I just I just don't feel like these timelines matter in in a, in a grand scheme of things, and I think by the ending of it, I got to a place where they matter, but I I still don't think that they matter enough for the kind of great grand fear that all of these things are going to disappear, quote unquote. What I enjoy about it, and I totally feel you, and like I, I do not disagree, yep. but I I feel that what I enjoy about what season two of Loki has done is show how limitless all of this is, and that there are limitless timelines that we're talking about. So sitting in any one of these longer than we did, I don't really feel like would be too necessary because 
the point is get, understand it a little bit and then it's going to go away. And like yeah. the the spaghetti effect of like, I mean, we're now seeing essentially the the Thanos snap dusting of people, but like because of how they built this, seeing all these different branch timelines, we're realizing, oh, like we can apply this to limitless timelines and, and dimensions and yeah. multiverses, whatever out there. I, yeah, I think that might be maybe just like the core complaint that I have of this. I'm just like, I don't know if, you know if you can fix it necessarily of just like, when you're talking about everything, you're talking about nothing to a certain extent, right? When it's like, when it's like every timeline's gonna go away, it's like, is it is it really like like you're saying that Loki's gonna go away? Like I don't I'm, I don't really get that. So th- that's why I liked this episode when you know Sylvie is sitting there with. The, and we're gonna talk about that a lot more later, but like when she's sitting there listening to the record and the record shop's going away, and you feel the fear of, of everybody around of, around her. Um, that was great. Um, I just that's that's my only complaint of just like just, just a little bit, just a little bit more. Uh, but I, I think they did a good job of rectifying that in one episode which you know that that's commendable right yeah and it you know the you know we're talking about having one left i mean yeah. this episode we did not see any form of kang we yeah. did not see ravona at all uh we didn't see brad's character we heard brad's character though a couple times i don't know if you saw this no. the arcade machine was an arcade uh game based on the movie that oh. Brad was like acting in and oh in that, okay that that's cool. and like you hear his voice a little bit and then in the post credits like after the credits, it's just audio only, but you hear Rafael Casal being like, uh, you died. Like it's your <laughs> coin to continue or something That's like fun. that. And so I'm like, all right, cool. Like they're they're having some fun with this. And like yeah. I do like the kind of video game nature of like, you died, try again. Yeah. Uh, because that is what Loki is doing here. Uh, um, but I also just love this episode starting with like the um the end of the last episode, right? Like the 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 time loom kind of like coming over them, the dam breaking. We get the Marvel Studios logo with like really like stressful sound effects underneath it. And then we see the Loki theme and like the L-O-K-I, like they were like disappearing. Yeah. yeah. So sick. It was re- it was really cool. Yeah, that was getting right back into it and, and starting off that episode that way was 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 really great. Yeah, for sure. And uh, another thing that I did enjoy about the the kind of timeline jumping, um, season one, one of the coolest things I thought was the uh, D.B. Cooper situation where it's like, oh, Loki was actually that guy that disappeared. And then in this, the Alcatraz stuff, I popped the fuck off. Yeah, like, so is, I, 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 is that a real thing that happened? Yeah. Okay. I've yeah, 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 There's, yeah. Okay. There was a, a group of people that uh, escaped Alcatraz and then were never found. Oh. Like, ever. <laughs> that's and, really funny. And so it's like, that's such a fun, like, that, like the guy Frank, like, that, yeah. that is... You can Google Frank Alcatraz. So, like that's a whole thing, man. And he was like a bank robber. Yeah. Like it's so cool that they uh, they tied that all in, and it just it's fun and it adds to the the whole thing. But what I enjoyed even more, and this is a, a weird little subtle thing, but the uh, um, B fifteen character was a doctor. Did you notice the timeline she was in? Uh, she was in two thousand twelve, right? Two thousand twelve, New York. Yeah. So is that that's the Avengers, right? That's, that's the, yeah. the Avengers battle. Oh, okay. But. They went real out of their way to talk about how this girl hurt herself falling out of a tree or something. Mm. So I maybe I'm reading too much into this, but like MCU knows what they're doing. They're not going to like put a timeline 2012. New- Anytime they've done yeah. 2012 New York, we know exactly what that means. Exactly. So for them to play it off that like it, it wasn't that and to drive attention to it, I'm interested in that. Like I, I'm interested in is this a timeline where the Battle of New York didn't happen? For some reason. Interesting. And like, is that because of Loki's placement? I don't know. But like, I just think that like them doing that was on purpose. I just don't know what they're trying to say yet. Yeah, no. Or if, you know, if maybe Loki had a 
had some form of like maybe hurt her or something with his invasion or whatever it is. I, I, I that that is interesting because I did notice that. So, now let's talk about the branch nature of this all really quick because I of course that the whole explosion happens. Are they? Are they trying to say that like this is like actually the origins of these characters, or is this just a branch? Like, hey, we're just throwing them anywhere. Like, I'm that's the part. I, of course, with the with Owen Wilson and the uh, the jet skis, like, yeah, that that makes sense. But it is a branch timeline, so I'm just I'm confused about all of that. I think this is their branch timeline. Okay, but oh, I think okay. I think this. They, so when the um the failsafe happened, yeah, right in the beginning, like I think that was resetting them back to where they were like gotcha, sending them okay. back to their original time because this is this is something yeah. that i've had uh, a lot of struggles trying to keep straight and like it is a perfect example of don't overthink it yeah. it's like it is easier to to just take it for what it is which is because of how the tva works all times happening at the exact same time yeah it's there's not a, like the moment you think about it as a timeline you're already doing it wrong yeah so that's why i think this episode did a good job of showing they're in 2012. They're in the 90s. They're in uh, the the 60s or whatever the Alcatraz thing was. Like, but all those are happening at the exact same time. Yeah. So this is Mobius. Yeah. Like that that character we saw him with the kids and stuff, which the kids are interesting. Mm. In what way? Two brothers. Yeah. That seem a little bit like. Like one's a little bit more persnickety, yeah, and yeah, one's like yeah, supposed yeah. to be looking out. It was like, are you trying to build some Thor Loki stuff, especially with the the statues of all the the gods that we saw a couple episodes ago yeah. at the World Fair with Mobius? Like, there's something going on there, or else it'd be just kind of weird. No, oh, other thing. Sorry, I'm like all no, over the place. No, I love this. I love like, this. I, this is an education for Roger Picordi. I'm just like I, I watched the episode, but you 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 watched the episode a different way. Yeah, no, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm such a nerd about this stuff, but um. Uh, what I thought was very interesting about Mobius was a couple stuff with okay. his branch timeline. 2022 was when he's from, which I think is cool because that is much later than the 2012 or a lot of the other timelines we've seen. And Mobius, also from Cleveland, Ohio. That uh, was pretty cool. That too, exactly. And especially like the character he played, I was like, that's the most Cleveland, Ohio <laughs> man I've ever seen in my life. So that was that was great. That was hilarious. And yeah, that's so funny. But uh, what I love about it is it builds off of the, everything we know about his character from season one, about the jet skis. And oh, there's my favorite line in Loki is... Uh, oh, it's a beautiful union of form and function. <laughs> so good. Yeah, bringing that back was awesome. So good. But uh, all that stuff I thought was was great. But what was really interesting to me, in the same way that the 2012 New York, that's important. 2022, for Mobius, a single dad. How did he lose his wife? Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. God, was it the blip? Was it yeah. the that? That's pretty cool. Yeah, that you know, is really like cool. that, that. Those little things. I'm like, they're doing this for a reason. And like, what is it building to? I don't really know. And some of it, they don't need to explicitly ever call out. I just yeah. think that it's cool that like that could be, and that would totally add up. Yeah, to, it might to just also is. be them flexing a little bit. They like, we can just put times, and you know exactly what happened. Like, you can just you you guys will pop off by seeing 2012. We don't even need to do anything. You can just know that that could happen or could have already happened. You yes, never know. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I think that's pretty cool. And um, there's definitely a lot going on that I'm still questioning like Obi's character I mean first off let me just say yeah my favorite thing about the season so far is every theory I've had has been wrong <laughs> like yeah. I, every I, I feel like oh clearly this is happening and it doesn't and it, I, that feels good like yeah. I feel like they're, they're in control I was like oh Obi's clearly bad he's not maybe he is in some way and he's there's still room for a lot of things but like he didn't have this like villain heel turn that I yeah. expected him to have around this time in the show. Um, so that to me, I think is cool. But the setup of him, one of the more confusing things right now is 
the uh, idea that him and Victor Timely kind of like taught each other yeah. how to make this all happen. And they're showing us that that's happening more and more now because uh, Loki time slipping and now in the TVA time actually is moving. So again, now not thinking about it as a timeline, thinking of it as just now that that's broken, they can access those times in different ways. Yeah. So while Avengers Endgame set up the whole river situation that the ancient one was like, no, it goes here and it breaks off. We're now at a point that that's not true. It is more back to the future. Yeah. It is more you can actually God. affect things, <laughs> um, which is, you know, OP as hell. Yeah. Um, OB as hell. Yeah. <laughs> um, but them setting up the, the OB, uh, Victor Timely, like, relationship last episode of their handshake and, and all of that, that has to come back somehow. And I think it's really weird that OB it, in the, the branch timeline was in the TVA, yeah. but it wasn't the TV. It's literally the same set. Yeah, exactly. No, yeah, it's and that's like the the thing that I'm trying to to gather is like, is that actually the area, or is it kind of like he in whatever wherever the TVA is, like this is where he feels at home. So they were able to like create that or manifest that. Like the rules are just whatever they want to make it to be. But that was really cool just to see that and also to see the fact that he is a science fiction writer and also a scientist and stuff like that. That that was just really fun. See, I, I saw it more of like, a, if we want to talk about like a character and character building uh, from that aspect of like them showing off, even though their minds have been wiped a countless uh, amount of times, there is something about them that still stayed, right? Mm. Uh, Mobius still loved the, the, the speed boat jet ski jet ski stuff um uh b15 you know like her caring about people right like she and then we learned she's a doctor uh obi who is like one of the most like a genius most unorganized person ever like both of his work uh stations are like kind of a mess the one that's kind of weird and different is um I forget the guy, but the guy that we learned uh, escaped from Alcatraz where, like, you, like I don't really saw – like, I didn't really see enough of, like, yeah. he likes to steal stuff or whatever, but – Well, um, he had all well, the stones. Yeah, I was going to say. That's like, true. That was the thing of, like, he opened up the the, the drawer and had all that all that stuff in it. So I guess that, that, that actually does kind of explain it of maybe he just stole them all. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. funny. Okay, cool. Yeah, no, I, I – I that was really fun. That for me, like all the reveals. Like, of course, I think we all kind of expected Owen Wilson to have some jet jet ski affiliation uh, there. But having Ob like be a science fiction writer and and also just kind of be a loser was was really fun. And like also like Loki immediately going there. And he's like, okay, well, this is fiction, so like let's just figure it out together. And like, oh, dude. and 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 going from that, and then he goes into the the Owen Wilson time. I'm just keep on calling him Owen Wilson. I will never call him Obius. <laughs> uh, going to the o- Owen Wilson timeline, and then um, Ob coming in. And just having the glitchy version of the so of the tent pad was one of the funniest visual gags for me, at least, of seeing this incredible uh, VFX just sliding like a fucking meme. Like yeah. <laughs> it just looked like a shit post. It's like, like, it's like whenever Kevin and I bring up a JPEG yeah. like yeah. on OBS. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. You're so recropping funny. as <laughs> as the show is live. Like that was hilarious to me. And I love that. I love the line about like, oh, it took me like 18 months or 19 months or whatever. That yeah, was. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but what was it? I lost my job and my wife left me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's just. Fucking great. But I was kind of confused about that because when he met uh, uh, Obi, he seemed to be alone already. So I was confused yeah. by that line a little bit. But I, I did like I just felt so bad for him because he felt he looked so disheveled. It was like, oh man, this poor this poor man. Yeah. yeah. Um. One thing that I think is interesting is uh, like, what do we know to be true, and how wrong are we? Because mm. the TVA forget everything you was, know. Hundred percent was introduced to us last season. Right. 
then it ends and we get the reveal of, okay, cool, there's he who remains and he's been controlling this the entire time and then we get the end of it and like his statue's there and we're like, what the fuck is happening? And just realized, oh, it's actually back in the past. Yeah. Like it's not like the future, which it could have been. Um, What's interesting there is it seems like this season, now that we're five episodes in, it, they're they're setting Loki up to be he who remains, yeah. Like to to be the 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 new writer of the story. Was he always? Mm. Like, did Loki create the TVA? Yeah. And this is where time gets really stupid sometimes. But it's like with what we're seeing about the whole snake eating its own head to, or tails type stuff, I can see them building towards, especially now that he mastered time slipping, which is hype as fuck. Yeah. By the way. Oh my god. Um, are they going to set it up that he who remains, like, I'm not necessarily saying that Loki is in charge. It yeah. still could be that he who remains, that this is, we're still in the game. We're still in the plan. Yeah. Like, this was always part of the plan is for all this to happen. And that even, like, the end game stuff, all of that was, like, predetermined for a certain way, like, whatever. Because the end of this episode, right, is him time slipping back into the TVA. Before somebody goes out for the spacewalk to the loom, yeah. But who is it? Mm. So what? Do you, what are you? What are you thinking? I'm, is I'm, it because we saw two of those walks? One yeah. was Mobius going out. He didn't get rid yeah. of her, and then one was Victor Timely, and he did. Mm. Interesting. Oh, I, that's a good point. So, depending on which one of that is, I don't know what that's going to change or what it's going to mean. Yeah. But like, does he go by himself? Like. I, I it's it's interesting. Do you think he's gonna stop there, or that's just showing like, hey, that's where we're at, and he can do whatever he wants now? Like, it, it, do you think the next episode starts with him staying in that moment and trying to fix it there, or is it just a stepping stone for him? I think it's starting there. Okay. Yeah. Like. Wow. Which I don't know what that means, and again, like, yeah. at this point, I'm I'm done even trying to guess because yeah. like I don't know what they're gonna do, but. Um, it's just I, I love what they've set up here because there's so much like. Things that, like, specifically Obi's office looking the same, it's like, oh, shit, they're really building stuff that, like, it would make sense that Loki's adventures with this group of friends yeah. turns into the TVA mm, eventually. Yeah. And and when I say eventually, I actually mean in the past, but because it's all happening at the same time, that's just how this works. <laughs> Is there any way that he undoes season one's ending? But yeah. Do you, do you think that that like completely like he totally. just yeah he just prunes Sylvie or whatever it mm-hmm. is or just you know sets them off into a different path and then we just kind of start season three where season one ended <laughs> pretty much like maybe yeah I I don't that's my concern is I don't think they will do that because like I feel like that might be a little bit too much of like okay well what what was the point of this season even though there is a point of it but like I I think it needs to move forward it's just a matter of like what point do we move forward how far do we go back. Again, I'm not too worried about the moving forward because we're talking about all time happening at once. Yeah. So it's like, you said this earlier, but like the show's about nothing and everything. The show's so small, but it's so big. And like, that's a pro and a con. I think with the way that the show's set up and with how they've been doing it, it's a pro overall. Like, I feel like they know what they're doing and they're balancing that. Like, but I think that the, the, the assembling the team moment of, of this, of him going in and convincing all these people, including Sylvie, it took her a lot, but including Sylvie to get together, those character moments, I feel that is moving forward. That This is creating rules for a TVA. I mean, look, there's hella rumors about Deadpool 3 involving TVA and, yeah. and things like that. Like, I think that like a better understanding of the TVA being a good thing is going to be good for the MCU overall. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's 
it's so hard to, to even theorize about the show because it gets so timey-wimey and like your head starts hurting. And you're like, okay, well, if this thing happens, then this thing happens. Um, but I, I think I have faith in whatever they end this series with moving forward and 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 feeling like because I my, my biggest fear, which again I don't think they will do, is losing the character growth that we've had this season. Yeah. For most of these characters, I don't want it just to have Loki continuously grow. And I think that's kind of a an issue with with Sylvie this season of yeah. like it, she just took such a backseat this show like to the point where like you watch the season you're like was she, she was a main character last season like that's wild to think about how much she was in season one how important she was and just how she's just in the background this season it so it's definitely a bummer i think one of my least favorite things about the season is the lack of sylvie because i yeah. really like sylvie i like that actress and i loved her character in the first season and i think it's really interesting that she fucking kills he who remains like yeah. that's such a, a wild thing for the mcu to set up especially um, you know, meta-wise of us as an audience, understanding this is Kang, understanding this is the guy being set up as the next Thanos. Like, that's wild that they did this. But the longer we get into it, I, I just really appreciate this season's um, almost severance-like take on what it means to be human and if that even matters, like what it means to own your own identity. And like, you know, Mobius kind of having shown that he doesn't want his real life. He wants his fake life because to him that's real. Miss Minutes being this AI that wants what she wants and what that means, but she was programmed to want those things. Or was she, you know? Yeah. And then he who remains scripting people's lives, uh, including his partner, Ravona, And then Loki trying to fight back against all of this. Sylvie being like, I literally just want choice. I don't care if I lose. I just want choice. I feel like when you present it that way, it, I'm okay with Sylvie taking a back seat just because it's almost her choice to do that. Sure. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it, it's a little weird, but it's like, and, and we'll have to see how they like put a bow on it at the at uh, next week. But um, I just I didn't expect such real story from this of like really like kind of questioning like what makes you you. Yeah. No, I I I completely agree, and I think that's why the show is top tier echelon MCU. I still think. In my opinion, even whatever happens next episode is I'm sure it's gonna be great. I would like this to be a little longer. I, I think we're just scratching the surface with these with this everything that they're setting up and also the character dynamics that just a few more episodes I think would have gone such a long way with understanding of Sylvie's motives a little bit deeper and just living with these characters and breathing with them because I, I and I, I we talk about the eye review a lot, but I, I I think that that is probably the thing that I agree with most about it is that it is very story heavy. We're moving forward. We're doing all these things. So to kind of sit back and breathe a little bit would have been very helpful. Um, so, but I, I, I'm excited for whatever they set up and I, I have, I have faith that it's going to stick the landing. Um, well, I want to keep talking. <laughs> I know you're saying now, I say it now. said it every damn show, but uh, we're going to take a quick break for the sponsor read, but when we get back, we're going to keep going about Loki and echo. This episode is brought to you by better help. Do you ever feel like your brain is getting in its own way? I can't even count the amount of nights I lose sleep just because I can't stop thinking and my brain just won't stop talking. It turns out one great way to make those racing thoughts go away is to talk through them. Therapy gives you a great place to do that so you can get out of your negative thought cycles and find some mental and emotional peace. And it can give you the tools to find more balance in your life so you can keep supporting others without leaving yourself behind. Some of my best friends use BetterHelp and love how helpful it can be for learning positive coping skills and how to set 
boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself, and it isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. You can make your brain your friend with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash kindoffunny today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash kindoffunny. Betterhelp.com slash kindoffunny. Barrett. Uh, you you had a fun little uh, anecdote you wanted to drop. Yeah, so uh, I, I wanted to talk about and break down a, a little bit of the scene with uh, Sylvie in the the record store um, after you know uh, Loki tries to to grab her to get her ethereal magic whatever the hell it's called uh, to bring the the gang back together, um, and she essentially tells him to to go uh, fuck off and let the let the other TVA members kind of just like live their lives and he he shouldn't. Uh, be the one to give them that choice and all this stuff. Uh, she goes to the record store, uh, is is looking for nothing in particular, and the 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 shopkeep there is like, oh, like rough day here. Uh, here's something I, I've got for you that I, I think will uh, will will hit you in the right way. And uh, the record he hands her is uh, the Velvet Underground's Loaded, um, which. It, was the biggest pop for me in the episode. That is uh, one of my favorite albums of all time. One of my fa- uh, one of my first memories I have is listening to that album with my dad in his car, uh, listening to one of the tracks, uh, Rock and Roll. Um, and uh, the song she puts on from that record is uh, the the final track on the, the record, Oh Sweet Nothing. Um, which obviously with the scene and how that plays out, like some of the lyrics for or the, the lyrics from the, the chorus is, oh, sweet, nothing. She ain't got nothing at all. And I feel like that that works very well with everything being turned into spaghetti and everything kind of turning into nothing. Uh, and a lot of the uh, the verses are, are talking about uh, these these different people who uh, don't even have like clothes on their back and having to to leave their lives and stuff. And I, I it works really well for the scene. But then thinking about the show as a whole, uh, like Sylvie's argument and all of this stuff and of talking about these people who uh, were kind of forced out of their lives, and that's a kind of regular theme that Lou Reed, uh, the the main uh, lyricist for the Velvet Underground, would write about. Is like a lot of, uh, you know, he's like the godfather of punk, so he wrote a lot about counterculture, uh, a lot about like uh, uh, trans people and L- like LGBT people and all this stuff. And a lot of this song is uh, people being forced out of their lives and having to start anew and kind of finding the hopefulness and beauty in that um and so I, I thought it was a very interesting song to play after sylvie uh, goes on this whole like don't don't force these don't make these people like uh be thrown away from their lives and like they should be able to just stay where they're at and i, I thought that was like a very interesting thematic uh uh kind of like connection to all of that and then also like just thinking about the whole like crazy grand timeline uh of itself right of uh being able to choose of like where we go from here and finding the 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 beauty and like all the the nothingness that might come of all this right um so i just i wanted to to shout that out because that was really cool the ding i have to give it though is that uh sylvie does put the record needle on the first track of the record, <laughs> and this is the last track That's of funny. the record. If that was accurate, it would have played Who Loves the Sun, which was uh, more of Uh-oh. a, what? 
the sun will shine on us again, brother. Mm, that there you go. But uh, that that is definitely more of a melancholy uh, heartbreak song. Um, Sorry, but, it's a branch timeline. It's different. He different. Oh <laughs> shit, you, Roger, uh, you got me. Yeah, you got. They're, me. Trying, to, they're trying to show record. you. Yeah, they're trying to yeah. show you that it's a variant. Yeah. Uh, either way, that is a uh, Barrett Courtney's music corner for y'all today. I love it. That's love that's it. super cool. But I mean, I, I was joking about it. But the the sun will rise thing. Like I I feel like it's going to be. I, I, I was talking to who the fuck was I talking to last week? Who was on the show? Was that Bless last week? Uh, uh, Joey. Joey. It was Joey. Yeah. Um, I was saying that I I feel like I am now more convinced than ever that Loki, this Loki, is going to be like one of the main reps of the MCU in Secret Wars or in whatever the big project is. That like I don't know anyone will ever be Robert Downey Jr. But Tom Hiddleston is just so damn good. Yeah. And like God, I could watch him flip his hair. I love it. A thousand more times. Oh my God. You know what I mean? And we're going to see it. And I, I can't wait every single time. But um, the way they've developed his character, and, and, and I already said this earlier today, but like, you know, in multiversal ways of like there's a constant of this Loki character. Uh, I love the love that he has for Thor, his brother, in this. And the, the long, like the way he's talked about him a couple times this season and, and the way he's told the stories. I can't wait for their reunion. And yeah. I don't expect it in the show or anything, but like, when it happens, it's going to hit so hard. It's yeah. going to be so good. And um, I'm just really excited to see, like, like how far they can push this Loki character in, in a way that still feels believable and fun. But, like, I'm just really excited about a potential where it's, like, it's Hugh Jackman and Tobey Maguire and Tom Hiddleston's Loki. Like, yeah. that's yeah. just very, very cool to me. Yeah, it's it's wild because this is a character that I was, I guess, fine with. I'm fine with. I get the hype. But, I, but like, I also don't get the hype. But this, this show has really solidified him as – Easily, like it, you're so right. When he pops up in, in Secret Wars, when 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 he is like reveals, like oh crap, like he's been re- re- doing this all behind the scenes or whatever. Like that is going to be such a big guaranteed pop for for our for us nerds. <laughs> yeah, no, it's gonna be great. And then my mom's he, gonna be like, wait, didn't he die? I'm like, yeah, it's a whole thing. Yeah, don't worry about yeah, it, mom. Yeah. You, you don't have my Disney Plus login. Don't. Worry. <laughs> <laughs> but they're gonna use the line about the sun shining on them again. Oh, yeah, it's absolutely. gonna be it's gonna be freaking great. Um, I want to give a major shout out again to the the visual language of this show. I feel like MCU is at its best, um, and superhero everything's at its best. But I think MCU specifically is at its best when, whether it's um, set design, costume design, but more importantly, VFX design, backs up the themes and uh, like tells a story itself and and all that stuff. And it doesn't always do that. Sometimes it's weird. But we've talked so much about Loki having great production design and costumes and colors and all that. But the tempad, the 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 way the time doors look, all of that, and the cubes and everything, it feels so good. But this new spaghettification, yeah. I, shout out to them for doing it because it's so smart. Doctor Strange having the look of his magic and um, the Iron Man HUD, right? That now it's like the most overdone thing ever. But like, yo, that was MCU. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Uh, where it like kind of follows the camera as it like like turns, like almost like a Metroid Prime type thing. But in a movie. It's like, damn, they really nailed this visual language. I love the spaghetti being like, this is what it looks like when a timeline disappears, being separate from the blip or snap that we've seen of like the either disappearing or reforming 
of um, the the ramifications yeah. of the, the Infinity Gauntlet, but it's just really cool. Yeah, I, I would love to see the behind the scenes stuff of the different versions of, because I'm sure that was the biggest one of just like, how do we make this different from the snap? It is the same moment essentially, but it is a completely different foe um, and the reason why they're disappearing. Uh, but yeah, the having it kind of match the branch timelines and, and all that is just, is really smart. And I've just been blown away by the artistic choices, visual effect choices, uh, especially with the uh, time slipping. Like, oh my God, it is so violent. It is yeah. so violent. It gets a visceral reaction out of me every time. And it looks It's not that bad perfect. though. Hey, so I want to talk about the the time slipping a little. Sure. Bit because uh, this is where I need to lean on y'all. Oh. <laughs> I uh, I'm a little unclear on it okay. because and and you know whatever maybe the answer is it's not clear, but why is Loki time slipping? That's a good question. Like yep. why only Loki? <laughs> like yeah. Because any time I start going down a path of oh it's because he's in the wrong timeline or whatever it's like well so is Sylvie. Yeah. And also, why does Sylvie remember everything? Have we talked about that? that that's what. That, yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like it's kind of aligned in the same same thing. I, well, actually, no, no, no. Sylvie's good because she's temp padding around. Oh. She didn't get reset. Gotcha. So before it happened, she just went boop boop and just yeah. ran away. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Um, but because she still has he who remains temp pad. Yeah. Which is like the advanced one or whatever. Interesting. Um, but. Like Loki time slipping, it's like, and there might just be a, a simple answer, but it was five weeks ago, so I, I don't remember. But um, yeah, it's it's cool, and I love it, and it's hype that he now kind of has that ability. But I'm like, but why is it happening to him? Yeah, I mean, maybe it has something to do with the when the explosion of all the timelines. Maybe he slipped and didn't realize it, or something like that, and he was supposed to get taken somewhere else. I don't. That's. The only thing I can think of, but that doesn't even make any sense, but also none of this makes sense. So. I mean, honestly, you know, talking about the making sense part, yeah. it's like the time coordinates and like we're all in the yeah. same room together, something will happen. I'm like, good for you guys. Yeah, sure, you guys are good. doing it. And they do that. I love it. I love it. I love it. Too. So uh, no one has like a, a definitive reason why, but uh, there's a really good theory that it's being controlled purposely by somebody else. Mm. Um, and like, so maybe it's not him learning to control it, uh, at the end of it, but mm. like whoever's controlling him, figuring out how to control it. So that's, there's an interesting theory there, but yeah, as of right now, we don't have like a definitive answer to why. Interesting. Yeah. I mean that, that is interesting to let's think about that for a second. I mean, it's, it seems like it's, it's coming within him though. So maybe it is him controlling I, himself. I think that's right? the most, yeah. the, the, at this point, the easiest answer I would say is it is Loki. Loki's going to become the new he who remains. Loki's yeah. going to like start taking control over this and affecting. But could it be like a version of him controlling himself? And he's like, oh. he's like connecting to that version. Like he's finally. You know who's like, a version of him? Who? Sylvie. Oh. Like what if what if it's not Loki who becomes he who remains, but the person who killed the former he who remains, like she that. who remains. That could be interesting. I I, I do want to give a shout out though to the name, he who remains. Can you really kill him? Mm, you know what I mean. Um, like it's kind of in the name. So there was yeah. that whole plan he had. Yeah. Whatever that was. Yeah. I, I we're not ending the season without a big king. Thing. Oh, straight like, up. We, we, there there has to be. There's not going to be a big question mark. No, it's going to be. There's going to be some version of like, okay, actually, no, this has been all his plan. This has been something that you accidentally let him out again. Um, so we're not ending that season, the season with that. But I think that there might be uh, maybe a false start for Loki of thinking that he is the actual one that did this all. 
But then we do the big reveal of like, oh my god, it was actually it was actually uh, Kang the entire time. Agatha. Yeah. <laughs> Agatha finally, long, oh my god, baby. finally. Um, what else do I got here? Any notes? I feel pretty good about that. Like we 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 kind of got through everything. Yeah. Again, great episode, man. A lot, lot of humor. Love the humor. Was in the, the show. pie gone when he went into the pie room? All it the was. Pie was gone, or was it just it t- it turned off? Like, was the lights just turned off? Because uh, like that was a big that was a big pop when I t- <laughs> I turned to Leanne's. I was like, I think all the pies pies gone, and she was just like, what? <laughs> like she, that was her cue of like shit's fucking going oh, crazy. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! The pie. Yeah, that's that is funny. I I don't know. I mean, obviously that that room has to mean something. I was watching a yeah. um I think it was a new rock stars video um that was kind of breaking down the um the map of the TVA mm-hmm. and how you know we don't have enough information to actually understand everything but how interesting it is and this episode even actually plays with this that everything's a circle yeah. the amount of times they're running in a hallway and it's just like a mm-hmm. circle and it's layers of a circle but it seems to all surround that pie room yeah interesting, interesting. And, uh, every time uh, characters are in that pie room in this season it's them kind of being really introspective and like talking about where they're at yeah, in the story. Like, I don't know what that means. I don't know what's mm. so, going on. The other question I have, and maybe you guys already addressed this when I was a million miles away mentally. Um, do, did you all notice, like, cups kept uh, going missing? No. So uh, when Sylvie orders uh, shots for her and Loki, uh, she takes a shot of her uh, bourbon or whatever it is, but then his shot glass is gone. And then uh, in the record store... The uh, shopkeep, uh, he had a cup of coffee, and then when he reached for his uh, coffee mug, the mug was gone, but then the coffee was the thing that was, like, doing the weird time-slipping stuff. But if it was just these things time-slipping or whatever, the spaghettification or whatever, I feel like we would have seen those as well being spaghettified, but we don't. Like, there are very deliberate moments where they just disappear. So, this is very interesting. Yeah, I do think it is just them not showing us the spaghetti, but it was happening off camera. But yeah. like the spaghetti thing, like they don't. It's not like the spaghetti stuff like dissolves. Like we see it like kind of continue for like a very weird elongated time. So yeah. I feel like that'd be a it weird choice or something. Yeah, yeah. But what what is interesting is last episode. I want to say yes, where uh, Victor Timely was like fascinated by the hot chocolate machine. Yeah. Right. He was he was at the machine, and I, I saw somebody uh, tweet this. I think it was MT talking about how interesting it is that that was the first time in the show that he didn't stutter, mm. like huh. talking about the machine. And I, I don't know what that that implies, yeah. but um, it, it, my take on it was he's just fascinated by the technology. Yeah. yeah, like that, like oh my god, there's this thing that can do this. That's that's crazy. But he was acting a little weird. But he's a weird acting guy, so I don't know. But turning around to that uh, TVA agent that ends up getting pruned from the back by uh, uh, Rafa, Rafa, yeah, um, and then the the hot chocolate kind of falling there and all that. Like they're definitely there's something with drinks, yeah, in the show that they're like bringing a lot of attention to, yeah. Um, God, it's like it's like Breaking Bad all over again, Roger. Like everything means like everything else, you know? Yeah, exactly. But then actually, like all of our theories actually might mean something for this one. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> Breaking Bad, it's like that didn't really mean much. But like, I it's there. There was that one thing I want to also bring up. I was just talking about it. Was when he um trans when he actually time slipped into the TVA room, which was like we had the we, theater room. Yeah, so that was the theater. We've been there before. When that would the when he saw himself like yeah. the. 
does that mean anything? Is yeah. that something? Do, do you think that that is like somewhere he needs to go back again, or is that I just? Mean, yeah, like yeah. the the fact that that was one of the only places we saw him jump to. Yeah. That that I mean, it has to mean something, right? Because every other place was him. Like, all right. <laughs> There's so much going on to keep yeah. track of in my mind here. Um, I just really broke for a second. Um, <laughs> everywhere. He went. So the dumb rules about the time coordinates being related to people that he knows and his friends and things like that. From our understanding of Loki's new time slip abilities, even as powerful as they are at the end of this episode, where it's like he can travel time and space without the time stone or the space stone, he can just fucking do it. He can only do it to places he's emotionally connected to via somebody, right? Yeah. Like, that's kind of how they set it up. Yeah. So if we take <laughs> that knowledge and apply it to what we've seen here, it's like, all right, cool. All the branch timelines they went to were him connecting with his human friends that um, we've seen so far. That time theater is the only place that isn't – that that's not true. Yeah. Unless it's somebody that we're not thinking about. Like, but it, it could character? be, like, remember, like, all of the emotional, like, emotionally resonant things of, like, Loki's past that we associate with uh, is stuff that this Loki didn't experience. And that is the room where he watched, yeah. like, his father die, his mother die, uh, himself die. So maybe that's, like, the weird emotional connection where that's where he watched, like, what his life was supposed to be. I, I, I'm just spitballing though. I but mean, like, but yeah. what's the connection then to to a, a person? Because they were talking about the, the, a person in a physical uh, space, right? Yeah, that's true. This is me getting like super off the rocker. Like, like, I don't even, like, I feel like the logic of what I'm saying already falls apart. Yeah, but I mean, no, but we're on to something here. I mean, yeah. There has to be some meaning. I mean, could it be something that just hasn't even happened? Yet? So that's my thing yeah. is, is, is I, I would say my, my present theory on this is and this is wild, I haven't thought about this until right now, I'm like, oh, maybe this could happen. If Loki becomes the new He Who Remains, maybe at some point Loki and He Who Remains actually link up. Yeah. And it becomes a kind of like, they are working together in the same way that Victor Timely and OB are working together via time shenanigans. Maybe Loki and He Who Remains are also doing it, and potentially this theater room could be him and He Who Remains. Because mm. he who remains was the one that put him on the path to there, but he wasn't in the room, so I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah, and I, I, I feel like he who remains would have mentioned something a little bit more coy of like the fact that oh, you know, we're all, we're gonna always work together or something like that. Like I, I don't, I didn't get that vibe from him, or See, maybe but maybe I'm misremembering. That's the problem. Yeah. Is the finale last year, uh, last season was. 45 minutes of them talking. So I don't remember every single thing they said. And I've already been constantly blown away by the amount of lines they brought back of him. Like just every little thing that he said and did somehow comes back. And I love the I'll see you soon. Yeah. Line. Which like the crazy thing about the I'll see you soon thing is that was scary in the finale last time because we know him as Kang. Now with where we're at, Quantumania, with the fucking MCU and all that stuff, it's like that feels a little bit less scary. Yep. Um, but remember when they found the the, the three robot heads mm. that they thought were the timekeepers? When they killed those things, one of them echoed out. Its final death line was, see you soon. Yeah. And so, like, there's something about that see you soon that I think is going to keep coming back yeah. in, in unexpected ways. So... I, again, I don't know how that connects, but like they're definitely building up that he who remains 
has a plan that is still happening. This is some saw shit, all right? This is some John Kramer shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, so going back to that um, that theater room, I mean, I'm looking back at it. Like, the the first episode, we were there, right? Like, mm-hmm. that was where him and Mobius's connection kind of started. Happened. yeah. So I, that would be my easy, like, hey, we don't need to explain anything, really. It's just that that was where his connection started with this man. So maybe that's it's so powerful that, you know, whatever. But I don't know. And again, I, I, it's, time and place. It, yeah, exactly. Timeline shit. That could make sense. It's just yeah. we, the fact that we also sent him to Ohio. Yeah. Makes it a little bit like less clear to me of like why they would do that. Also, shout out to when Loki, one of the shots when he time slipped and did the hair flip like always. Yeah. The inflatable suit man behind that. him. I hated it so I fucking much. Oh, that was so <laughs> good. It. It Come was on, so Roger. Goofy, dude. It was like, but it was like so on the nose. I was like, oh, God, I get it. But, like, Come on. Ah, you know what on. else I Come on, Roger, if you were one of the production people on that. Oh, yeah, I would be the one like being like, we have to do it, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, I would be yelling at people, putting my career on the line. Yeah, <laughs> no, but my favorite thing was the uh, uh, the TVA. He's like, oh, ATVs. Yeah, we that's yeah. <laughs> hilarious. So damn good. So fun. All right. So let's end the Loki talk yep. real quick with theories for next week. I know we talked yeah. a, a lot about them. Do you have any just crazy ass shit? <sighs> I mean, my craziest one would just be like, we're just we're just restart. Like this whole season was just a setup for them to just go back to season one and just go. Vroom, and then we're just we're, we're back at the beginning of season or the ending of season one. And we we start at that um, he who remains thing. And then we just we just turn. We just turn to a different direction uh, from that like co- that point, and then the next season is okay. Well, we had that growth for Loki. Now we got to kind of just settle down and figure out what that next thing is. But I don't. Again, I don't think they'll do that. That is my craziest idea here. Um, but I, I, I think they're just going to. It's just going to be Kang, Kang all along, Kang yeah. all along. Yeah, I, I think it. I think it's going to be Loki. But I, I, I'm with you that there's going to be a twist after that. Like yeah. I'm with you that like he remains. I think he remains remains. Um, somehow, and I, I is it he who remains, or is it a variant, or is it timely? I think it's I, yeah, man. The timely know. of it all is the is the interesting you're, part. You're, again, the timely and Obi of yeah. it all, like those two characters being like connected to all of this, but they're also connected to Loki, which yeah. is the interesting thing. I don't fucking know. We'll have to see. But me just throwing some shit out there of potential, like oh my god, this is gonna be wild. Deadpool. <laughs> Deadpool's now, like, we know the TVA is in. Yeah. Uh, I don't think he's going to show up in the episode, but, like, a post-credit thing. and Of, like, you know, yeah, a pr- someone being pruned or whatever, and it's like, oh, my God. I should have learned it th- by this point that, like, they don't do that. <laughs> like, yeah. But they did with Captain Marvel in the Marvels. They did. They and did. Uh, Deadpool, parts of it are shot. Yeah, a so lot of it's shot. it's like, they could do it. We know the TVA is in that movie. Yeah. So that could be interesting for them to do something like goddamn would that not be the most hype thing ever. Yeah. I honestly I think it's past fifty percent that that happens. I think what? That, I, I think that that's gonna happen. I I I'm I, at twenty percent. If I were to bet money, the more you talk about, it, like yeah, that makes so much sense. They've already filmed that movie for for the most part, right? Like I I could totally have been like, yeah, I mean Loki's coming out. Like why not? Throw it we in gotta there. do something. Yeah. yeah. I think it'd be kind of fun. Uh, I mean, really fun. I feel like that'd be like awesome. Uh and really, really exciting and get people going for the future of the MCU, whatever yeah. that means. Um, but okay, cool. Speaking of the future of MCU, real quick, yep. Echo. We just saw the trailer. Uh, it's coming out five episodes all at once. It's a first for the many firsts for the uh, MCU Disney Plus shows. It's rated MA, so you actually need do we to- know this? Uh, there's been a lot of rumors, and you know Disney Plus did add all the Netflix shows, Daredevil, and all yep. those things. So. Um, Though the, the system's already existed, but this is the first Marvel Studios project that's rated, yeah, mature. Okay, audiences. That makes sense. Um, five episodes, not six, and they're all coming out at once. 
which is going to be a first for them. Uh, and on top of that, it's also coming to Hulu. Mm. It's not just Disney+. Plus. Interesting. A lot of interesting stuff. Early January is the date. Uh, and then we saw the trailer. And I got to say, I'm kind of in. Yeah. I, I did not expect this to look so much like a season four of Daredevil. Like, this is just so, like, Netflix, Marvel coded. And I, I'm just... I'm just over the moon for that. Like, I, I, that's all I've wanted. I, I didn't. I honestly did not expect Marvel to do this um, to this level. And we, I've heard those rumors too. Of like, oh, maybe it's TVMA or whatever. But like, I didn't expect them to actually do it. And 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 to for this to look as violent as it looks, like hell yeah. I'm so with you. Now I will say we've been burned by trailers before. That's you true. Know, we've seen Moon Knight. We've seen Secret Invasion. We've seen stuff that like kind of hints at being grounded and hints at being this and that, and then ends up being kind of whatever. But those weren't TVMA. No. And in this trailer, we see some real violent stuff. And not that violence is the answer, but I am very excited that this seems to be a kingpin story as much as it is an echo story. And those characters are intrinsically related. But uh, I like that it's clearly a sequel to um, Hawkeye, yeah. where we're dealing with uh, kingpin post gunshot to the eye. Um which like it, it and him having the the you know messed up face at the end of the the trailer. I'm like, I'm here for this stuff, man. Yeah. And Daredevil pops up for a second. It's like, all right. Yeah. Is it, I, I cannot get over I, the the all at once drop a little bit of like, what is the strategy behind that? Is that them just thinking this is the perfect time to do it, or is there something behind that of like maybe it's not that good? Okay. <laughs> it's a mix of, of two things. Um, I, I think it's both. Uh, I, oh, really? I, yeah. So all reports of Echo so far have been, eh, really? it's okay. not that great. But that's been, like, those type of reports are so inconsistent. And, yeah. like, the good, the bad, it almost doesn't matter. And, like, it comes down to the wire in terms of editing and cutting and stuff. And, like, at some point, an episode got cut, mm. which I think is a good thing overall for this. And I think this is them looking at it and being like, some shows are week to week and some shows are binge. And if we put this out week to week, people are going to be pissed. Yeah, I think that this is the ultimate move for the show. I still don't have full faith it's going to be the best thing ever. And I think it's going to upset a lot of people. But it's also giving so many vocal people exactly what they want, which yeah. is a – Netflix Daredevil style show potentially. Yeah. Um, and I, I think that the binge model for it, especially it being five episodes, I'm very intrigued by this. I, I hope that it works out for them. And um I I love that Loki's weekly. I'm a weekly guy. I think weekly's always better than binge for a multitude of reasons. But when it comes to Echo with where we're at in the MCU currently, I think binge is the right move. Yeah, absolutely. I think there 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 are definitely some shows that I would look back on, especially with like the honestly, I think Hawkeye should have just been a binge. Like there there's there's some shows that I'm just like binge, not binge, binge, not binge. So I, I hope that this is the this works because I think it will work of just like having it out there and just people watching it be like, oh, this is not bad. Oh, I didn't expect anything from it. And then just getting into it. I, I hope that this is they take the right lessons from this and not just kind of throw it to the things that they're like, ah, I don't know if this is going to do well. Binge, whatever. Like, I, I hope that maybe like a bigger show, bigger, quote unquote, that they're doing. Um, I don't know what whatever that would be in the Disney uh, Marvel pi pipeline kind of go that direction. Yeah. I mean, hopefully. We're at a turning point now where we're not getting whatever shows anymore. Sure. Yeah. And like, you know, I, I really think that the Marvels is gonna come out and um Echo's gonna come out. And then we're in a whole new world yeah. of of Marvel Studios. And uh, I I think nothing is promised. 
<laughs> after this. Wonder like, Wonder Man is a big question mark. That's if a huge that's question. Happening. I mean, Wonder Man was never officially announced. Really? Yeah. <laughs> so it's like that's oh, where wow. we're at. They're right just now. cutting their losses there. They're like, yeah, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. So we'll see where things go. Let us know in the comments below what you thought of Loki episode five, what you thought of the Echo trailer, what your theories are for the finale, which we will be talking about next week. I will be assembling all of my time coordinate friends uh, together. Me, Roger, Joey, and Blessing. Uh, you know what? I might hit a Matt Roar back too. Whoa. That would be fun because then we get like the whole everybody that's been yeah. a part of this season. I'm gonna hit him up for that. See if he's. Down. Um, but that'll be fun. And then MCU in review with the whole crew in a, a few weeks after the Marvels next week. It's going to be a marvelous time. But until next time, thank you for joining me, Raj. Thank you for your music uh, tidbits, Barrett. I love you all.